You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Matt and Zach here for episode four of the Living Word Family podcast. Hope you're all doing all right. Zach, how you been, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing good. <laughs> how about you, Matt? Pretty good. So how's uh so we finished up um we finished up the fast. Uh probably be a well by the time of this recording, probably a week or so ago. So how's everything going since the fast? Like how's life after the fast? Have you made adjustments or uh it's going good. Uh was kinda interested how I would react to going back to normal food after being on the Daniel fast for so long. Um but I'm alright. I think my body has adjusted pretty well. There's no, like, um, medical issues. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've just heard, I've heard stories about some people who've, like, they've done the fast and then they get back to eating normal food and they, like, just feel sick. Oh, well, that's, yeah. So. Once you're, once you actually, especially if you're fasting, I would think anyway, at least been from my experience, when you're fasting, you know junk foods or whatever Mm -hmm. and you kind of introduce those back to your diet your body's like hey wait a minute this isn't you know it's been pretty good without this junk in here yeah and (laughs) i've i've tried to limit how much junk food i eat to like try not to drink as much pop try to drink more water and stuff like that so yeah i've done the same pretty much other than super bowl sunday because we had all the we had all kinds of good food we had some friends and family and stuff over and um, so obviously I'm going to kind of let my hair down just a little bit. Super Bowl Sunday right. had a little bit of soda and by a little bit, I mean, probably like three giant glasses <laughs> right. of soda. <laughs> um, I think two liter sodas are straight from the pit of hell. I mean, you just, yeah, my goodness. It's not like it's like a measured 12 ounces. No, you just kind of pour until your glass is full. And, well, and the other thing <clears throat> off again, topic, but again. yeah, I two liter soda. I don't know if it's just me, but it's like once you open it that first time and drink it that first day. Like after that, it's just flat. Oh, it's, it's like it goes yep, straight to flat. Yep, it's never. There's it's never as good. There's no saving a which two liter. Which is why I have a personal rule of chugging the entire <laughs> two liters that first day. Yep. Maybe, maybe the second Gonna day. Gonna get my money's <laughs> worth. <laughs> I paid ninety-seven cents for this two liters of soda. <laughs> but yeah, no. So Super Bowl Sunday is obviously kind of uh, wasn't cheat too. Day. Yeah, it's yeah, just kind of a cheat, cheat day. day. It wasn't too strict on myself for that, but. Uh, other than that, though, I've been pretty happy that even since the fast, I haven't had any hardly any soda. I mean, mm-hmm. other than Super Bowl, have had no soda, which has been pro- except I take that back. One, I had one soda. Somebody picked up a soda for me for lunch, and so uh, I, you know, you don't yeah. be rude, so you yeah. accept it. Um, but no, other than that, it's been pretty good. Now the chocolate and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> that's gotten back to regular proportions. <laughs> so I need to, <laughs> I need to go back and cut that down just right. a little bit, but. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So I've already got some thoughts in mind of what I want to do for the next fast. Yeah. Um, you Well, you talked about wanting to do the Daniel fast maybe, yes. right? Yes. Well, yes. I don't know if I'm that brave, but I'd certainly love to give it a shot anyway. I got a actually kind of funny story about that. I was um, 
talking with Johnny. I think we were watching. Now, you know when you lead off with, I've got a funny story about that, you've automatically conditioned everybody to, th- I know. to, put well, their, to, set, their, to set their expectations pretty high. What we'll do is we'll cut that out, and we'll just rewind. <laughs> hey, I've actually got a story a about story. that. A story. Uh, not funny at all. Well, it might be, but you'll be surprised. <laughs> but so anyway, um, Johnny and I, I think we were watching a movie or playing a game or something just hanging out and uh i was talking to because johnny drinks a lot of pop too oh i think he had gotten one of those like big monsters the ones that have, have the screw off cap because you know oh, how most yes. monsters they got the pop tap this one yep. has a screw off tap and he took it down i mean drank it all oh my gosh and um those things are like loaded with sugar yeah wow they i mean i like them i they taste good i'll only get them i try to only get them if like i need to stay awake for something but they do taste good. But anyway, so and so we talked about how I gave up uh, the pop, and I was just, oh, he said, yeah, I drink it, but I don't really think it affects me. And I said, well, I thought the same thing, too, until I did this fast and took out all that sugar and pop. And it was amaz- I was amazed at how quickly I could, like, fall asleep again. Like, before, I wouldn't be tired until, like, midnight. And then with the fast, I started getting tired at, like, 10 or 11. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I was kind of surprised at how much just taking all that sugar and caffeine out affected me. Now, were you waking up earlier? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I think you said it um, on the second episode of the podcast, how you were a uh, night owl, but you were also kind of want to be a morning riser. I'm a night owl, and I would love to be a morning riser, but I'm not. So, <laughs> And so anyway, he kind of mentioned, yeah, well, maybe I should do that. Maybe I'll do that for Lent. And I was like uh really and he's like yeah why why not i was like well lint is like 40 days long oh i only thought it was like a week (laughs) maybe i won't do that (laughs) so yeah that is my story you're right that story was hilarious not funny for sure (laughs) yeah Um, now as far as now okay i've had like i've had a monster before just to try it and i think i've had a rockstar energy drink mm, just to try it yeah they were just to me it was it was they didn't taste very good but yeah i don't know but yeah. also also i don't i don't buy soda or any of those things for the caffeine because typically right when i say caffeine doesn't really affect me i mean that like it yeah. literally i could drink i could drink a pot of coffee and go right to bed like yeah. it just, just doesn't bother me mm-hmm. the only thing it will do though putting on my doctor's hat in here is give me heart palpitations caffeine oh, typically yeah. i mean i don't know that it's that way for everybody but um, when you have a little bit too much caffeine, you're doing a little too much coffee, tea, whatever, um, your heart will flutter. Like you'll right. feel palpitations. Yeah. So I remember, I, I will never forget, just kind of chilling on the couch. Ash and I were watching a movie or watching something, and all of a sudden I kind of felt it was it was the weirdest feeling. It was almost like a double beat. Ooh, like your yeah. heart kind of beats real quick. Like, you, like but your you, heart was jamming to like a metal song something. Or something. I don't know what it was, but like it was noticeable. You know, like if you get done jogging, you can feel your heart in your chest beating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, normally, I don't jog, but... You don't jog. No. Of course you don't jog. The one time in my life that I've jogged or done any strenuous activity, you know, you can feel your heart beating. But on normal, when you're just at resting heart rates, you can't feel it unless you, like, put your hand up or whatever. Right. Um, but we were just sitting there on the couch, so obviously I'm at, I'm at a resting heart rate and everything. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like... Like, yeah. I could feel it. And I'm like, what the heck is that? Like, mm-hmm. what, what just happened? So I'm kind of sitting there like, okay... Is my arm numb? Like, what's, you know, like, what are the, what are the same of the other signs for a heart attack or something? Uh, like, what in the world? Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> Can you keep 911 on speed dial real quick? 
No, um, and then it was so, but, but it was very <laughs> random. Like it would just happen, <laughs> but it would just happen like every so often. So at one point, it started. It, it felt like it was becoming more regular mm-hmm. and noticeable. So you, obviously, you get to thinking, okay, maybe I should get this checked out. So I went in, saw my doctor, <clears throat> and um, they did an EKG, an echocardiogram. And he said, nope, everything's good, everything's normal. So as we were got to talking about, like, what it was and everything, he said, you know, he kind of asked what my diet was and all that. And so I told him, and basically he told me caffeine is most likely the cause of that. He's like, that right. can give you heart palpitations. So, and I haven't I haven't cut way back on the caffeine. Like, yeah. I don't drink as much soda or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I will drink, you know, a couple mugs of coffee in, in the morning or whatever, and I'll drink on the occasional iced tea, like when we go out yeah. to eat and stuff. But not a ton. But I haven't really had any. Of the palpitations, yeah. so I'm I'm thinking cutting back on the caffeine even a little bit kind of helped with that. So. Well, and I think the biggest, like, air quotes killer of pop is just the sugar. I don't know if it is the caffeine so much. Oh, you mean the, as far as physically, as far as like what it does to your oh, body, right, what right, the right, negative right. part of, right. of it to your body. I well, think it might just be the sugar. Now there's there's some acidity in soda as well. Well, yeah, and that's supposed especially to be bad. Coke. Have you yeah. seen those videos where yes. like they'll stick a nail in yes. Coke overnight? Yes. Yeah. It's I crazy. Uh, I had a knife that I cleaned in Coke. It was kind of scary. I just dump it in there, and it goes. Are you serious? Yeah, like yeah. hydrogen peroxide on a cut. Yeah, kind of. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah, and we're I'm like, yeah, and we're drinking this, yeah. <laughs> and that was flat too. It was like a two liter that had went flat, and it still fizzed and up it like that. Fizzed up. I was, really? Yeah, I don't know if it was just the reaction of the because the knife what? had a little bit of rust on it. It had a little bit of rust on it, so I don't know if my goodness it was like something like that. But yeah, it was a little sketchy. <laughs> <clears throat> if you haven't noticed yet, listeners, Scott isn't here uh, because it snowed last night. No, all yesterday, so he's probably enjoying the winter wonderland. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he, yeah, he's definitely a polar bear. He loves the cold winter weather. So I wanted, if he was here today, I was gonna ask him. So Scott, which did you? Was the snow worth it enough? <laughs> yeah, if Scott was here today, I was gonna ask him if it was worth canceling church because of the snow and oh, how much yes. he likes snow. Well, and it's always hard to because you need to make sure you give people plenty of notice, plenty of time for people to get the notice and everything and the, mm-hmm. the email and the text and all that. So it's always a hard decision to make. But uh, the roads were pretty icy last night. Yeah. So Well, yeah. Um Well, especially would, you, you're you live farther out of town. Right. I actually had would have had to go to class yesterday down to Charleston. And I got about halfway down my country road before I realized no, nope, not going to do it because and I figured this out later because I had to go pick up Sarah from DAC. Um, so I figured out when I drove down there, drove down our country road, drove down our county highway, hadn't even been touched by snowplows yeah, at all. Yeah. And then I get to the interstate and it had been, like, scraped, but it was still, I mean, it was practically driving in a blizzard. Yeah, that's what that's what Ashley said. She said on her way home from work it was uh, near, near a whiteout at mm-hmm. that time. So, yeah. yeah. So I think it was overall. I think it was a good call, even though the snow had stopped an hour or so before we would have had church. Right. The the streets were still pretty slick in town, and the country roads and the different and the roads leading into town. I don't think were any better, too much better. So it's always a tough call to make, but it was probably the best call. Keep people safe and keep them home, and you know that type of thing. So, yeah. however, I was talking. Pastor Scott and I were talking. We were 
I'm not involved in that decision making, but we were talking about it, you know, Hey, right. what do we do? What's the best decision to make and all that. And, um, Zach, we had, uh, you know, the week before a week ago now we had had, uh, just an awesome, awesome youth service. Oh yeah. We had, uh, and I sent this out in my parent email. So for any of you parents that are listening, make sure that you are on our email list and you'll get a, uh, my email update every Thursday morning for youth service and the stuff that's coming up on at Solid Rock Youth Group. But anyway, but we um, we had an awesome youth service. We had a, just an awesome night of worship. We had um, we had uh, uh, one of our our worship team um, have a word about um, praying over students who are are finding themselves um, in fear about mm-hmm. some things coming, you know, some things in their lives. And um, I had kind of planned on doing an altar call before service anyway so yeah. like right right as soon as we were wrapping up worship when we kind of have that little kind of segue time between worship and starting the message you know right. when somebody usually prays to, to close out worship and whatnot so so uh one of our worship team had that word about prayer and then so i went up and and kind of dovetailed off of that and um kind of did a did a little mini altar call and we actually had five students come up and receive uh, and pray for pray uh, the prayer of salvation wow. and receive That's Christ. Awesome. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I was on just abs- I was on cloud nine that night. It was just really, really cool. Such an awesome move of God mm-hmm. that night. And then we get a week later, and here you are, you know, having to make that decision to cancel service or not. Right. And so, as a as a youth minister, you know, one of the first thoughts in my mind is, okay, we have this awesome youth service. And you want to build off of that the next week, right? right. You want to keep that momentum going. Yeah. Momentum is huge in ministry. Um, and you want to keep that momentum going, keep kids excited, keep kids engaged. Uh, and so when you have to make that decision after a week like that, it's like, man, that's just, you know, I'm yeah. not putting God in a box or anything by any means. I mean, God can God can recreate oh, yeah. and move like that every single week. You know what I'm saying? If we allow him to, if we if we you know, are open and, 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 uh, open to receive the move of the spirit like that. But I'm just saying from a standpoint of the students, you know what I'm saying? If you Mm -hmm. have a, if then all of a sudden you take a week off, it's kind of like, man, you know, I don't want to lose any of that momentum and that motivation and that excitement. So, um, just believing for, um, uh, good weather next week and, and to hit the ground running with youth, youth service. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, it was just an awesome service that week. I was just super stoked about it. It was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what did you? So since we didn't have church last night, what did you do? Did you catch up on some um, stuff you needed to do, or what? Just kind well, of chilled. That was the plan, but uh, <laughs> no, I ended up. I I did a little bit of homework. Um, uh, Dad and Johnny and I watched a little bit of a movie. Just kind of hung out. So well, that's yeah. cool. So just so time with your family, pretty much. Yeah, which is nice because between work. Um, working retail hours, even worse, and right. um, going to school, I feel like I don't see them a whole lot. Oh, um, I bet. So it's just kind of the time of our lives right now. So is that it a, sounds like a soap is that opera? I was gonna say is that a soap <laughs> opera title? The times of our, time lives. Of our lives. It Starring was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Bridget O'Hara. <laughs> Who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the first name that popped in my head. <laughs> Bridget O'Hara was the Bridget first name. Bridget O'Hara. <laughs> that sound that kinda sounds like a soap opera name though. Uh it sounds like a nineteen twenties like black and white film star is who it sounds like. Bridget O'Hara. Okay. Scarlet O'Hara. There you I'm go. I'm pretty sure that's a character from Gone with the Wind. Right. Yeah. 
probably run into some copyright issues there. <laughs> That's true. Tomorrow is another day. <laughs> So, well, that's cool. So, yeah, we were, um, we got home and, and, uh, got supper going and all that stuff and got the kids' homework done and baths done and all that fun stuff. And then just kind of, we wanted our goal, our goal was to, uh, watch a, a, um, watch a video, like a What's in the Bible video, a oh, kids' yeah. video yeah. from the Right Now right Media now, Library yeah. that we have as a church. And, uh, that was the goal. But, I couldn't find our Roku remote, and so that goal did not come to fruition. First world problems. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, where's the Roku? Dang it! We're supposed to be Christians right now! So I couldn't find it, so I'm like, okay, so I'm trying to bring it up on my tablet, and the app for the Right Now Media doesn't work real well on tablets, because it's made for no. phones. Yeah, yeah. And so, I don't, so I don't even oh, know really? why. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's, mm, they it, weren't it, that great on my phone, yeah. either. <laughs> It says it right there on the app. It says made for phones. Hmm. And uh, so I've never, and so I'm surprised it even shows up in my app store on my um, on my tablet. But anyway, so I was going to bring it up on my phone, and we're like, okay, the five of us are not going to sit around and watching it on the little phone, and, and the kids pay attention. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, well, what do we do? So we tried to find, so we tried to find a VeggieTales. Hmm. We're like, okay, it's just something that the kids can connect with. We'll have a little lesson, right. you know, about God and everything. We'll pray together and at least just do something, right? Uh, since we don't have church, we want to try to do something like that. So I went on Netflix, and it used to have a whole bunch of, like, regular VeggieTale episodes, right? Oh, yeah. So we find VeggieTales, and it was called VeggieTales in the House or something like that. And I'm like, okay, that's... I never that sounds maybe like that's, one of the newer ones. You see, and that's what exactly... I know, which I had no idea. Apparently, Netflix either bought... The license to Veggie Tales, because at the beginning it's a to- it's animated. It's not well. I guess the other ones are animated, but I'm saying it's <laughs> they weren't it's, using real. It's vegetables. a different stop it. Uh-oh. It's a different style. I should say this. Oh, it wasn't gotcha. like that, okay. that kind of the 3D animation that we're used to seeing with Veggie Tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a different style, and I think in the two little mini episodes that are within one episode. Like uh-huh. I think I heard God mentioned once. I mean, there was oh, no. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was it was almost complete. Now some of the characters were the same, but it was almost completely different. And you notice at the beginning and the end, it said based on characters by Phil Vischel. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. or Phil Vischer. Yeah. And so well, uh, and I think that's because when they um like when they did the Jonah movie, yeah, they had to kind of sell out a little bit, I guess, to get the money to produce it. Or not sell out, but they had to make some deals yeah. to get the movie published, sent out, blah, blah, blah. And so then that came back. Um, yeah, but this was like in a Netflix original series. Yeah, I think. And so I think that some company came in and bought out basically Phil Vischer. Really? And then started to <clears throat> kind of, instead of having it be a Christian show, it's kind of now it's kind of a show about doing good you now, know like now, good morals see, kind of thing well see and that would and to be totally honest with you it didn't even have a whole lot of that in it now that we only watched the one episode right so obviously we haven't you know maybe i need to go back and watch a few more episodes but to be fairly honest with you i wasn't very impressed with it hmm. because to me veggie tales is veggie tales because of the christian aspect to yeah, it yeah. because of the the lessons about god because of the truth that you know it told in the stories and all that stuff in fact a lot of the veggie tales were based around biblical stories, kind of revamped for fun, well, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, so when I see these episodes that are like, right? I mean, just is it just like a yeah. normal cartoon? Like, it, it's that, some... see, that's what it seems like. I'm like, okay, this isn't even a very good cartoon in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that made Veggie Tales was great was because it had a God message to it, right? And so I'm like, okay, I don't know that we'll be doing this again. So, mm. 
Anyway, oh, so yeah, so we attempted to do that. So anyway, so we watched one of these episodes and and uh, and we prayed together as a family and kind of <laughs> called it <laughs> called it that. So and uh, went and played Legos with Logan and <laughs> just right. kind of had some time with the family and hung out. And so it was good. It was good. It would have been good to have church, but at the same time, you know, I want to make sure everybody's safe too. So it's kind of like you got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. So Matt, you had another thing you wanted to talk about: uh, tiny homes. Oh yes, no. Is there I, a story behind that? I, no, not really. <laughs> we Ashley and I every so often we'll watch the. Yeah, I think it's on HGTV. Some of these different home sale type of shows. You know, have you ever, right. you ever watched that? Uh, we don't have cable, so we live out in the boondocks. Out in the boondocks. Yeah. So our, our TV is Amazon Prime. Anything I would talk about basically is going to fall on. Well, I think ignorant. I have seen the show you're talking about. So. So you pirate cable from another source? No, is that what you're I saying? was in a hospital waiting room. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, there's a show on called Tiny Houses, and it's basically a home sale or home buying show where home buyers kind of look around and they show them around these different houses, but they're tiny houses. You know what that is? Yeah. They're Isn't basically, that like 2,000 square feet or less or uh, something? No, 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 no. I mean, you're talking about like 200 square oh. feet. Oh, I mean, <laughs> these things are, they're literally, they're literally just miniature houses on, I mean, it's almost like a camper. And yet with more home-like features, like an actual, like some of the, most of them have actual steps that go up to a little bitty loft. But oh, I'm talking yeah, like yeah. you pull it on a trailer. I guess apparently, other than the, the lower cost, that's one of the selling points of these little tiny houses is the hmm. fact that you can kind of just park and go anywhere right. or do whatever, I guess. Don't have to pay property taxes? I guess, I, I guess, something <laughs> like that. And so they would go through these different home buyers and they'd look at these different tiny houses and they'd say, oh, here's what we're looking for. And... <laughs> It just cracks me up. I'm like, I'm like, the, the literally the, you know, you shower in a bucket or something. I'm like, it's horrible. It's just, I'm like, how do people, and like you said before, first world problems, I guess. I'm like, yeah. how do you, I just, man, I just cannot see myself in a family, you know. Now, admittedly, most of the people, there was one episode the other night where it was uh, um, a couple and uh, their son, but most of the ones I see is basically just a, a couple, you know, looking for this, no kids involved. Because when you, right. I mean, I just, I don't even know how you would do it with a family. That's oh, just man. crazy. Yeah. Like living, literally living in a camper. That's just, wow. I think the one I saw was they, they had a tiny home. I don't think it was on a trailer, but literally the bathtub was outside. Yes. Like yeah. you had to go outside yes. to take a bath. Yeah. Just crazy. And it was hilarious. The other, the other night we happened to catch an episode and saw part of it where this, um, one of the buyers would constantly be like, well, you know, I want this, I want that. Oh, this isn't, you know, I want a, I want, I want a nice spaced kitchen. I want that. I'm like, okay, then you don't want a just tiny house. A, You're yeah. looking for stuff that you can't fit in a just get a real house. <laughs> so yeah, it's just wow. It's just really, it's really neat. And there's so many cool shows like that too. Like there's the tiny, I mean, all these different um, styles of homes. You know, mm. they've got the tiny houses, and then they got this show called Log Cabins, oh, Log yeah. Cabin Life, or something like that. Um, this podcast brought to you by HGTV. Log cabin. <laughs> but it's, I mean, some of these places are just gorgeous. So cool. And, uh, any, anyway, it's just fun to watch. Fun to, fun to check out that stuff and, and, uh, think about, you know, my goodness, what would you do with a tiny house or, right, yeah. you know, wouldn't it be neat to, to live inside one of these huge log cabins or whatever? It's just kind of some neat stuff to look at. So do you, do, you, yeah. do you like shows like that? On HGTV, anything like that. I typically don't. Well, I, I like have, those shows because you can look at new, like different houses and stuff. Yeah. But like the home building and the remodeling stuff, I'm not particular crazy about just because it's not my bag. But right. Um, except, 
if I were to for say Chip and Joanna Gaines, they're the real deal. They're the bomb. Oh, okay. You ever seen uh, that? No. <gasps> Did you not hear me earlier when I oh, said? Oh, that's true. That's well, I didn't know how many hospital waiting rooms you sit around in and watch TV <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> I like to jump around from waiting room to waiting room so they just don't start to get suspicious. Why pay for cable when I can go to the hospital and watch it for free? That is a direct TV commercial. No way. No, I'm saying it should. Oh. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Why pay Possibly. for cable when you can watch direct TV in the hospital? Oh, my favorite show's arm. Crack. Break a bone. <laughs> no, I don't watch. Even if I did, I don't know if I would. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so moving on from that, have you been reading Pastor Scott's prayer mail that he sends out? I was doing pretty oh, good. Oh, I just put you on the spot. I know. Dang it. <laughs> I was doing pretty good about reading them every day when we were on the fast, and now, now I've kind out. of like, oh. Yeah. I have to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm hit or miss on them. I skim through most all of them, mm-hmm. but not sitting down like I probably should in the morning and giving them the, giving the, that reading through it and praying over it and giving it the time that I should. I'm, I'm trying to get better with that. However... He sends them to me to send out, right? And so, so I, you kinda... I typically read them and skim through them, so I kind of have a good idea of every, you know, all the prayers for the day or the different prayer meals and what they're about. But do you do you think it's been pretty good? Yeah, um, I like it because. <laughs> Are you tired? Or you did? <laughs> I how many? I yawned a lot. Um, no, I like them because kind of what Scott said has said about how it's putting the whole church on like the same page. Totally like agree. praying about the same thing, and that's good because then there's power and agreement there. And Absolutely. So totally agree. I like that part about it. And then, you know, I mean, it's nice that he uh, kind of writes out the prayer, too. So, um, yeah, I think they're good. I think it will be doing good. Yeah, I'm I think it's good. looking been, forward to what it's yeah. what this year is going to bring. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited about it. And like, like we've seen with youth ministry, we've seen some mm-hmm. new guests come in. We had some... Um, new families in the church this past Sunday, yeah. so it's just excited to see some growth and see some excitement about things. And I think this prayer email has helped with that right. kind of, you know, have a little bit of a unifying effect with the yep. church. And obviously, I understand not everybody's going to read them. Mm. You know, I, I think I've got I, I have reports, so I know which of you <laughs> out there yeah. uh, listening to us have read it or not. So <laughs> you can say you <laughs> have. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that it's been it's been a really really cool. And uh, it's been really neat to kind of see everybody kind of hook in with those emails and read them. And you know that, like you said, the church is praying together. It's been mm-hmm. really awesome. So I've really enjoyed those, and I'm hoping to be a little bit more disciplined with it on a personal level. Yeah. Uh, and and doing those and following through with that. So, but um, uh, for those of you listening, if you don't get the prayer emails, um, don't get our church emails, you can go to livingwordfamily.org. And uh, on the homepage there, you can sign up uh, to be on our mailing list and get our get our prayer emails along with you know some of the other announcements and stuff from the church. So, if you're not currently on our list, jump over there on the website and grab it. And you can also grab the podcast on the website, which you would already know because you're listening to it. Right <laughs> grab <now>. a podcast. <laughs> grab a podcast. Pop in the podcast. So, anyway, uh, we're that wrap it up for this episode. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you've got anything, uh, any questions about the podcast, any questions about the church, anything like that, feel free to um, go to livingwordfamily.org, shoot us a message. Uh, you can message either Zach or myself on Facebook. Search us there on Facebook, and you can find the church on Facebook as well. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.